You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. And welcome back into Kindred Spirits, Washington Spirit Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Nailed it the second time. John, my friend, how are you doing, man? How was your weekend? Hope it was well. It was it was great. It was cold, Ted. Mm-hmm. I'm excited uh, to have oh, <laughs> another week closer to actual soccer that counts. And also, uh, we have a lot. To, we have a lot to talk about. We have a great interview with Chris Ward that I hope everyone has had a chance to check out by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a couple other things. But Ted, how was your weekend, my friend? It was good, man. It was good. I I, I procured a uh, 3080 graphics card. Uh, managed to to get one in one of the the new egg shuffles. Um, and uh, I've been I've been taking a, taking a break from Football Manager um, to play a little uh, cyberpunk with the with the RTX settings. It is absolutely gorgeous, by the way. Let me tell you, I was like I, I had a moment. I was like, oh, I don't need I don't need an RTX thirty eighty. It looks fine. It looks like cyberpunk looks fine. Then I load it up and I'm like, no oh, no no no, no no. This this was needed. This was needed. Cyberpunk's gonna be on Game Pass. Too. Is it? Is it? Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I might I might play it a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not sure what type of what type of card you have on your on your PC. I have a 5700. Oh, okay, that's not bad. It'll run it. It'll run. It'll run it. Uh, so, folks, if you're listening to this on the RFK Refugees podcast feed, thanks. But what we'd like you to do is is subscribe to Kindred Spirits uh, on any of your podcast catchers wherever you're at wherever you're listening to this you can find us there subscribe there in a month rfk refugees podcast will be going away so we want to make sure that if you like this show and want to keep listening uh you can do so yes so that is that is my that is my request to you also if you're already subscribed uh, if you want to rate and review us on whatever platform you are listening to us on that's also great and last but not least we want to let you know about our merch page rfkrefugees.com slash merch uh has Kindred Spirits stuff has has United 96 or DC United podcast. We're going to have stuff that comes up in the middle of the year. Something crazy happens on the field. Trinity Rodman does something bananas. Uh, we're, we're hoping to have a t-shirt design up very quickly uh, to commemorate that. So sort of following the breaking team model, but, you know, really laser focused on uh, Spirit and DC United content. So uh, we've already had somebody order something on that. If you want to support the show, you want to show up at Audi Field, or if you want to show up at, at Segra and be rocking a Kindred Spirit shirt and take a picture, we will really appreciate it. <laughs> so please do that. Yes. Please do. Please support the show. Also give it to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash RFK Refugees. If you are listening on this and you are and you fear change and you still want your RFK Refugees classic podcast feed, go drop a support on our Patreon page. And guess what? You get access to that private feed where you get both episodes all in one all in one go you do not have to do any any type of switching or downloading that's another way you can get around this that's your workaround if you do not want to switch but either way we really appreciate if you would move off the public rfk refugees feed to the to the more private feed you'll only hear this for another month yes this 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 imploring yes (laughs) and then we'll stop yes but then if you're not having switched you won't hear us at all yes so i wanted to talk about our our chris ward interview hopefully you've had a chance to listen to that by now uh it was an hour Chris gave us. I had we 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 planned to sit down for half an hour, and Chris and I just just kept going. We were just we were just talking a lot, and the interviews, uh, the the feedback I've gotten is is what was my impression is that Chris is a really thoughtful man, uh, and he really he he took the time uh, to understand the players he was working with. He took the time to understand the situation that he had walked into, being uh, you know. Given the giving the head coach spot mid year after Richie Burke was fired, 
or suspended or whatever the original, whatever the original incarnation of that was. Uh, and it, he knew he knew at the beginning of the year. I think we all did, or all hoped that the Spirit were a championship tier roster. And he knew that, you know, it's just about getting out of the. Sometimes it's about getting out of the way and letting the talent do the job. So, you know, I'm just really, really happy about that. Really happy about sort of the way that he conducted himself last year. I'm excited for him this year to have basically his whole roster back, an opportunity to really work in preseason to, you know, come up with sort of the style of play that he wants to improve upon. I think the thing he draw he drew out. So just to get an idea of his his detail oriented nature, he was talking about a game, a preseason game in which. They won possession of the defensive half and play the ball back. And it was about being better with the ball, being more constructive with, with, with turnovers in, in different positions. So like he's, you know, I, when you win the championship, you got to look kind of hard for, <laughs> for the areas that you really need to improve on, but they found one and, and that's what he's spending this preseason really focused on. Yeah. And, and I found his comments. Um, I, I kind of forgot how long he's been around the game. He had uh, talked a lot about, the two leagues that folded uh, with the with the WPS and just what an impact that had. You know, we, we all talk about how this league is. We you know we, everybody talks about how it's most competitive in the world. And he he's basically he basically said, look, a lot of that's changed. Like you know, we we have very talented players here, uh, no no question. But like the international, it's been it's been tough to convince people to come back to convince uh, everyone that NWSL has the has the staying power. Um, and he said, he, you know, he really thinks that's that's going to be key. Um, and I think he might have a point. You know, it, a lot of teams might start, you know, dumping. I think there will be certain teams that will continue to dump money. Um, but I think there are going to be some other teams that might do it. And then they say, well, we're not getting return on this. We're going to we're gonna cut back. You know, they, whatever reason, the owner's um, Bitcoin investments go sour and then he's like oh I got I gotta pull back on I gotta pull back on this and so I think that I think that's that's it's good I think that the NWSL for the most part has independent owners um invested independent owners as well I think is going to be is going to be crucial and I thought there were some very some very good comments about that and I, I enjoyed um I enjoyed listening enjoyed listening to that the other thing that's exciting as a spirit fan is that the and this is true of many teams right you're not going to there are a lot of teams that say they want to be a global brand. They want to be the best in the world. I I think he means it. I think that is the aspiration of Michelle Kang, of the entire squad, to understand, you know, we talked about sort of what does it take to be the best? And it does take money. Mm-hmm. That, that's certainly that's certainly part of it. Investing in the off the he mentioned the training facility, having a best best in class training facility for the team, being able to attract quality players by being able to pay them, but also by, you know, being a solid, a solid club on and off the field, not having the problems that sort of surrounded this team recently and and with a team that won despite them having those things go away. So it's about being professional on and off the field. And so they want to be that, they want to be that club. They think that they can be, they have the talent to do it. They have the investment, they have the you know financial wherewithal to do so, making Trinity Rodman, after one season, the highest paid player in NWSL history, is sort of a statement of intent in that way. Ashley Sanchez already locked up to a long-term deal. Andy Sullivan locked up. Aubrey Kingsbury already locked up. They Their core of players are locked and loaded and ready to go, and they have players who are young, uh, that are ready to get more of an opportunity to play. You have players that are coming off injury. I talked that we talked about Bailey Feist a lot. 
that's a player I'm excited to see. That's a player who hasn't gotten to play with this particular group of players yet because she was injured all last year. I, I'm excited to see what she can do. The midfield is deep. Uh, Jordan uh, Baggett, formerly DiBiase, is back and mostly healthy and ready to go for the season. It's There's going to be a lot of games. Uh, the, the Challenge Cup, uh, Chris confirmed, is going to be more about getting ready for the season this time and not uh, Richie sort of made the point that he wanted to win it and was going to go sort of hell for leather on lineups to do so. Uh, Chris is not doing that. Chris knows that there is also the ICC later on in the year. That's a tournament they'd like to win. That means something a little bit more to them. Challenge Cup is basically glorified preseason, and that's okay. And other teams are going to maybe go a different way with it, but the Spirit are defending champions, and that they've got bigger fish to fry. And I'm fine with that, and I think most fans should be. And I believe we've heard... I can't remember where we heard this or where in what chat room that Audi Field is apparently a potential hosting spot for the for the ICC. So that would be really cool. Potentially. That would be really cool. I, I would almost have to find a way to make it up uh, for that game. I think that would be that would be ton, tons of fun. Um, and, and I think you, you you raise a good point. And one other thing I want to bring up, you know, we're seeing the spirit had a rough go of it. Ownership, coaching, that they were certainly a huge part of the problem. Um, and I, my hope is, is that they you know, move to being part of that solution. And part of the part of the biggest, the most baseline thing uh, you can do right now, we, we have seen teams that we thought were had just this great culture, this great, you know, they're, they're really successful. And, and some of them, you know, still still do. Um, don't get me wrong. But we've seen sort of the uh, the wallpaper being removed and seeing the ugliness behind it. Um, obviously the report came out in the Washington post about Warrior dames, uh, go check out Molly, uh, I said Hainsley Clancy Clancy. I want to make sure I get it right. Um, does she does excellent, excellent work. She has been a real, uh, amazing writer. She's going to win. She's going to win an award this year. I, I will bet you a dollar. Yeah. Um, Hainsley Clancy, uh, I believe is, is the last name, but definitely go check out Molly. She's an excellent writer. Both the athletic and everything has done a really good job. Just absolutely tearing down the, the facade that some of these coaches had built up. Um, and you're seeing that I think is going to have an impact on where players want to sign, where players want to move to. So if you create that positive atmosphere, you create that atmosphere where players want to be a part of you. That's how you become. That's a huge factor, especially with the way things have been right now of how you become a major, major player um, in soccer. And I, and I think the fact that this this ownership group is now going to be led by somebody who's made no qualms about what she wants to do with the club. No qualms about what she wants to. No questions about what she, how she feels this club can be. She has to deliver. Like, and if she doesn't, we need to, you know, be critical. But if she delivers, uh, I think the sky's the. I agree with you. I think the sky's the limit. There's a changing of the guard in NWSL right now, and I think the Spirit could be a a a dominant team, um, especially with the way things are heading right now. It's been crazy to think of where we were last year and where we may be heading now. It's it's actually very very exciting. One of the things that I was that I was thinking about this week, uh, and sort of after the interview, and also some of the things that happened this week, uh, is that it's it's bad everywhere. So the Rory Dames article, sort of, you know, it feels like the tenth yeah. article about NWSL about the horrible situation that these players find themselves in due to abuse, due to harassment, due to all the things that are going on by coaches, by people that are near to the clubs, general managers, etc. And then I read about a player in the A-League, or the W-League in Australia, where she scores five goals, sets a record for most goals in a game, and then has to go work at McDonald's in order to make rent. 
because they don't pay enough. And then there's an article this week in England about relationships between players and coaches and about trying to figure out a way, if, like, is that okay? Is it not okay? Conversations around it. In England, there are still issues about inadequate training facilities where these are clubs that have nearly unlimited funds and they still are not providing equitable training facilities. So it, the, the, the challenge is it's bad everywhere. It's not, it's not good anywhere. There's no, there's no place really where, and no country is really taking care of their, their female athletes the way they're taking care of their male athletes. And it's, it's frustrating. It's more than frustrating, but it's, it's just, a, it's, you got to hope that some country gets it right here and starts to become like really the standout because it doesn't cost money to just not treat your players like, like garbage yeah. and to just treat them with respect. And that's something in the end of cell could do conceivably. Chris Ward brought out that the other leagues talk about wanting to be the best. He's like, I'll tell you what though. My paycheck always comes in every two weeks. Uh, other places can't say that there are thing There are infrastructural things about the United States that make it good to play here. The things that make, players safe are free they're just decisions Mm -hmm. they're just they're just you're just choosing to not be bad Uh, and i i hope that i want to hope that this this year has been a clean out and that next year we don't have these problems as much but i I don't have faith i don't have faith for that yeah i just don't yeah i don't i'm it, you you talk about you talk about one. I mean, there, there's been a, a certain organization here, and this is MLS related, is the news that dropped, but very much related. It, it sort of is just piled on a lot of the other NWSL items uh, relating to this club. Has been the Portland organization, either the Thorns or the Timbers. Um, Andy Polo, uh, if you haven't read about this, uh, basically uh, was very much has been accused of, of of abusing his wife. It seems pretty pretty reputable. There was the police called. The team knew about the situation, did nothing, signed him to an option, and then only when it made became in was made public did they actually do something. And the message that sends and continues to send is really bad. So I mean there are the there are these organizations that we thought were model organizations. Portland being one of them. They are a model organization for MLS and NBSL. Look at all the great things they do. That has been completely torn down completely torn down in a lot of ways and I, I think you're right you know the doing doing the right thing has been just extremely hard both on the in, in some of the men's side of the game but especially the women's side of the game uh, and that that seems to be a huge issue uh, don't hire your friend who you may like as a coach uh, especially the, with the way he treats players and, and everything hey everyone this is John are you enjoying the show we hope you are and if you are we'd really appreciate it if you took a second to rate and review the show on whatever platform you're listening to this on Those reviews help new people discover the show, and they help us grow our audience. And if you've got a friend or a family member who likes soccer, tell them about us. Thanks, and back to the show. We knew, um, sort of leading up to that, so. Also, just from my, like, you know, purely dollars and cents, money ball perspective, you sign this guy, Andy Polo, with this sort of thing hanging over his head. The man has two goals. Two league goals ever for Portland Timbers. So not only it's one thing to compromise your ethics for like a player that is a is a game breaker. Like you can be like, all right, well, we didn't want to do this, but we had to do it. You didn't have to do this. Yeah, there, he's not he's not a required player. So that 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 just even it, I think that just makes you know, it even worse and, and it sends it, it continues to send the message that like you protected this player. He wasn't that great. But you protected him because your men's team means more than you know the safety of of other people and and not 
you know, not distancing yourself, allowing him to, to, to continue to to live where, you know, to live where he is and to basically not suffer any consequence for it. No suspension, nothing. Um, it sends a message, especially with all the abuse allegations that have come from one of your former coaches on the women's side. Um, it, it just it, it continues, continues to be really bad. Um, obviously, we don't want to you know, we have other news we want to talk about um, and positive news, very much positive news. Uh, Andy Sullivan uh, spoke out about Kang to just women's sports, says it's a huge relief just to know that things are settled. Uh, Sullivan told reporters at the USWMT's and media availability, finally adding, very excited for the future under Michelle Kame. Everybody feels similarly. I think that is – the players wanted this. They got it. And I think – I think – I am – I think this team will play even better than what we showed. I really do. I, I, I think we will see this team. It's – everything is now settled. It's almost all settled. There's still some – maybe some, some ways to go um, with it, but um, – very much settled. Yeah. Very, very funny to read. Uh, I don't think we, I, maybe you talked about it a little bit, but the the comment, the the post that uh, Steve Baldwin left, just just pure. <laughs> yeah, trying to sort of trying to sort of rewrite history a little bit. Apparently, there is still a chance that he makes good on his promise to donate the proceeds of his sale, although that was sort of a handshake agreement. So, it'll be interesting to see if he does that here in the next however many months. Uh, Michelle Kang's still there's still paperwork here as far as like her taking over. So it's not. It's it's done, but it's not you know it's not the ink is not dry. Uh, there are other there's some other uh, quotes here that Jason Anderson of Black and Red was able to get at training last week about the Michelle Kang uh, finalization. Uh, Tara McKeown said, "I'm I think we're happy that it's over with. We can start the new season just moving forward and looking into the future with Michelle." Um, uh, there was an additionally some quotes that said, "The group is excited for a fresh start uh, and is excited that uh, Kang is taking over." Uh, I think she has a great plan put in place to move the club forward, and we're really excited to see some positive changes. It's really cool just to see a strong, powerful woman as leader for us to look up to. And Tara McKeown followed up with that, saying, a female majority, a woman majority owner helps the league a lot. Just moving forward, knowing that women can be empowered and team ownership is not just a man's world anymore, I think it'll help us succeed more. So the, the I, they're getting to they're getting to speak more honestly. They were not that they were holding back. Obviously, the number of the letters, the open letters, were unprecedented in sports history probably about being so directly against your owner. Uh, but they're now able to really sort of say how they feel. They were very excited about Michelle Kang, uh, from the start, Michelle apparently, you know, was very, very close to the players. Mm -hmm. Steve Baldwin said too close, uh, but was very, very involved in their lives off the field and on the field. And the players seem to have liked that. If it was too close, uh, that doesn't appear to be the opinion of the players. Uh, so, we're happy for the players, happy for the club, happy for Michelle to have, have, have finally, you know, got what she was shooting for. And like I said in the interview with Chris, like, we are now happy to cover everything else about this team. Yeah. This 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 has been, in a, a championship year, there has been too much stuff that has happened off the field that has taken the spotlight away from it. And I think that it's time now, hopefully... 100% about these players and their play on the field. Yeah, and and games and analysis and the yep. Challenge Cup. I mean, it's 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 exciting now to to cover this team and to buy the merch. We we now get excited about buying the jersey with the star on the on the crest. Mm -hmm. um, one one thing I wanted to bring up uh, and I, I had a I had a kind of a I used our our Kindred Spirits account. Uh, I think um, it was that Pablo Maurer brought up uh, the idea that he thinks the team should rebrand. After this, I want to get your thoughts on that. I I see where he's coming from. 
just the name itself, but I almost feel like I almost feel like and maybe this is we look guys, we spent all off season planning this out, <laughs> wanting to match the branding of the Washington Spirit. So I had a I had a pretty much like, yeah, I guess, but please can you not because we're going to have to to read this. But I want to get your thoughts. Do you, do you think the the Spirit should rebrand? Do you think it should be coming up with a new name? DCFC. I don't. <laughs> I do, I don't. I think that there I think a young league needs to have you need to you need to establish some continuity, even in, even in a, a brand that is, has been poisoned a little bit. I think they have an opportunity to reclaim it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant, I think the name itself and the logo and the colors are somewhat uninspired. If you look at them from a purely like creative perspective, it's very very DC. It's you know red, white, and blue, and it's all it's all the things that all of the DC teams do, but they do it for a reason. I I, I think that there are I think there are bigger fish to fry. I think there. Are, major concern should be getting those jerseys available for people to buy at any at any place getting them in stores getting them in team stores and uh, online and also you know more stuff there i don't have to tell anybody who's listening to this show this women's soccer the the fan base wants to spend money and for some reason companies do not want to take that money they don't understand how to stock things so i think you know i've been told that the store should be up first week of march uh, the jersey should be up shortly after that, so you should be able to get you should be able to get your spirit stuff soon. In the interim, you can go to rfkrefugees.com/slash/merch and get a kindred spirit sweatshirt. Uh, but after that, you should be able to get everything else you want to get. I think it's just, you know, I think it's it's a matter of time. I don't, I just I don't I don't think the the rebrand does not seem as essential as uh, to me as the way Pablo was describing it. I don't know. What do you think? I I think I think you're right about spinning this into a positive. I think if this team has another dominant season, wins another championship, then it becomes harder. It becomes harder. It becomes harder to rebrand once you're that name is associated with. You know, there have been talks to to rebrand DC United. Uh, all those have failed because the team won under the under that name, and that name that is one of the few names uh, in MLS other than maybe the Galaxy and 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 maybe some Timbers, and that's a whole other soccer issue. But if you're talking MLS names. It carries that weight due to the success, and it's very difficult. You can rebrand the logo, you can change things up, but I mean, you you go away from that, and you are heavily, heavily risking um, alienation of of a lot of fans. So even the Columbus Crew, the Columbus SC, tried it, and it was so the reaction was so bad. So I think you got to be very careful. I think if they do it, it's it, it it's going to be tougher. I guess the longer, the further you get away from. Sort of the 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 Steve Baldwin area, I think it becomes a lot tougher, uh, especially if the team continues to have success. So if if they they'll they'll have to pay for my tattoo removal if uh, if they change the name. <laughs> that's that's all I'll say, and I don't think they want to do that. You got a classic. You got a classic, man. So um, yep. I agree. You know, be I agree. Great. You so, know, what'd be great to submit is that they got cherry blossom jerseys. <laughs> you know what about that? That's a great transition. So uh, we had I, I had the opportunity. I'll say uh, the. The, the chance to talk to Chris Ward about cherry blossom jerseys. He deferred as a, a non-aesthetic kind of individual. He does have a tattoo of a cherry blossom, but that's uh, neither here nor there. It turns out, and this is sort of apparently, this is sort of rumored already, is that uh, the, the Spirit players nixed the cherry blossom designs that they were given. They were given a couple samples. Somebody tweeted like, interesting that in 2021, they listened to their players one time and it was about not getting a cherry blossom jersey out. <laughs> So I thought that was funny too, uh, but maybe they were just bad samples. We'll never know. There are there's a contingency of, of fans who really, 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 really want one, 
And I feel like even as a short print like collector's item, like sort of the way that DC United does all those warm-up kits, just just do one of those. Just get it out there. People will buy it. That's a good test. That's a good test balloon. Uh, but for right now, DC United is closer to getting Cherry Blossom jerseys than the Spirit. Yeah, and, and you know maybe opinion changes. I think there is a. I think people have brought up. I think you know maybe the again maybe we don't know what Nike's designs were. Maybe the samples weren't that good. Yeah, like, ah, we don't really like this. They might have been right. We don't know what the samples are. They might have totally totally bungled it. Um, I, I will say I will say that I think there is something to the effect of that. I would. It wouldn't be surprised me if someone like Andy Sullivan, who, who's from the area, you know, who knows the importance that Cherry Blossom was, maybe high on it. Uh, someone like Trinity Rodman, who's from California, or Ashley Sanchez, who's also from California, might have been like Cherry Blossom. Like, what? What is this? What? Why? Why do DC people care about this so much? Yeah, well, <laughs> they're so obsessed. I don't understand. I don't get it. this. I don't get this. I, I, you know, maybe some of the more long term people were like, oh, we kind of like this, and everybody has been so much turned over. Like, no, 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 we don't, we don't want this. I think that could be, could be. Plenty a factor into it they may you know they may get turned around on it you know hey they see how much the fans want it uh how much the fans love it and they're like hey you know let's let's try this again let's see they should just look at their white uh, away t-shirts that they <laughs> that they currently wear and say anything is better than this so we can go with that exactly uh to speak of the the play the, all of the international call-ups there is actually going to be action for you guys to watch this weekend Woo. The first game in She Believes Cup is on the 17th. So as you're hearing this, the day this comes out, uh, they're playing the Czech Republic at 11 p.m. Eastern. So drink your coffee is what I'll say on that. And then the second one, which will also be out before we record next. So we'll actually have games to talk about, theoretically, with seven players being called in. There's probably going to be some spirit action, so we'll actually get to do that. Uh, so Sunday, the 20th, will be they'll be playing against New Zealand. I don't have the time on that one. But I imagine it's probably before eleven o'clock at night, hopefully I, on a Sunday. I will go. I will go angrily if if uh, we don't see some Trinity Rodman action in those games. I will be. I, I will be. Will. I will be even more angry than the fact that uh, Wolfsburg has suddenly decided that they're just going to let a seven million dollar player ride the bench. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm. I'm angry. I'm upset, guys. I think it's going to do it. Unless John, you got anything else you want to you want to drop in, uh, guys? No, sir. Thank you so much for listening to us. Remember, if you are listening to us on the RFK Refugees podcast feed, and you like this show and you want to continue to support it, make the switch over. This is your one month notice. We are going to be moving off this feed, going to Kindred Spirits full time, um, and again, the Patreon's always open if you want to just have both both United ninety six and Kindred Spirits right on your feed. Guys, thank you so so much for listening. You guys are all awesome and incredible and we really appreciate the support we should appreciate y'all's support as we get in this we're about to get into the to, to to the season we're about to have games physical games to talk about maybe we'll get a this preseason stream we maybe we'll get like a spirit preseason stream or a dc preseason stream something to give us to talk about enjoy the action guys it is it is going to be an awesome season coming up i'm i'm so looking forward to it thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week